back, Lobos, to Honesty with Shaq HP. This is Tiffany and Olive again with our student, our, uh, another one of our Lobos, Elijah. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Good morning. Awesome. I'm so happy to have you here, Elijah. And, you know, we've had a couple of students already kind of tell us their story about um, how they persevered through COVID. And we want to hear your story as well. So can you just tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and who you are? Yeah, so um, my name is Elijah Sosa, and um, this is my freshman year. It's my second semester, and right now I'm studying studying to get my bachelor's in pharmaceutical science, and I'm in the Army ROTC program. Awesome. Are you going to be a, I'm going to probably butcher this, so my apologies, a commissioned officer? Yes, yes. I will go in, after I get my degree, I'll go in as a second lieutenant in the Army. Wow. wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so nice to you know have that. And I, I take it, um, is this a generation thing for you? Like, did your family, were they in the military? Um, yes. So the past four generations of my family have been in uh, military, specifically Army National Guard. So that's the route that I'm taking. Nice. And um, it's a lot about the like lineage but the scholarships and the money does help a lot to ease the pain. <laughs> That's why this is called honest tea. <laughs> we like Thank that. <laughs> Thank you. So Olive, go ahead. I'll let you start the questions off. Yeah. So um, I know you're a freshman and you probably started schooling all through this pandemic and everything, but tell us a little bit about your experience with COVID-19. Did it affect you personally in any ways? So as far as health, Wise, um, it did not benefit me or it did not um, affect me. I luckily I did not get sick. And um, I would say the hardest part, just as much as everybody else was just staying inside and just starting off my freshman year at college was not very normal. It was really difficult doing online classes, especially jumping from high school to college level courses completely online was terrible for my GPA. Um, I didn't think of that at all. That's a, a difficult transition. Yes, it was, it was, it was quite hard because um, I wasn't, I didn't have the mindset of like managing my time. And then all these courses were way higher level than what I experienced in high school. So it just was bad on top of bad. And then, you know, I didn't make many friends um, in my regular classes. The one saving grace was ROTC because Army ROTC fought like tooth and nail to be in person as long as they could. And we still did everything um, as safely as possible. We spaced each other out more than enough, constantly wore masks. And um, any person who thought they got sick or had been even exposed to somebody else who might have been sick, they individually had to get tested and then send it up to our primary primary military instructor mm -hmm. and then the entire class had to get tested as well so that was uh, impressive to see them work through all that in such a short period of time yeah, but that sure. just being in person was probably one of the best things for that because it's really hard to teach um some of those like tactical labs over a computer it's yeah, near sure. impossible. 
not only that, but like, here you are, um, a high school student coming to college. I mean, it's new for you. It's a new experience already. Right. And then you, like you said, you didn't have the skills for time management. Like you were never taught really the college life. You're thrown into this deep end. And now like your only thing that you have is army ROTC. So now you have the time and the ability to make friends. You have, um, even though you're of course, socially distanced with masks and all of that, but you're also getting hands-on learning, which I feel a lot of students didn't have the opportunity to get. Yeah. And on top of that, when, you ha- when you're in like an actual classroom, even if you don't necessarily make friends, if you have a question like, hey, how do I check my credits? How do I check my grades? How do I see what files are mine on learn? You could ask the person next to you in a regular classroom setting. Well, you couldn't really do that over Zoom. I talked to absolutely nobody from, you know, my Zoom meetings. So just navigating like university on the technical side was definitely a big challenge that I had to overcome. Thank you for sharing that with us. I know, um, you know, a lot of people have told us it was hard to make friends or it was hard to stay home. But when you look at it from a logistical perspective, which I like how you're, you're already thinking, you know, logistics is like, how can we better help our students in that? should have been, I mean, that gives our professors great feedback, you know, maybe have some like breakout sessions where you get to meet your peers and ask those questions or have like meet and greets after, you know, after class as like little labs or end class 15 minutes early and have like group work or something just to get people to talk a little bit more online. Yeah, I think that would be extremely beneficial. And another thing is, when you have to go all the way from your house or your dorm or your apartment to campus, it's a lot easier to stay on campus and actually go to your classes. But mm-hmm. when all of your class is on a computer and you're sitting at home, it's pretty easy to just not turn on the computer, especially when mm-hmm. your professors don't take attendance or things like that. So yes. it's a pretty big one that I noticed as well. Yeah, I... Um... I've heard that from a lot of people, even in our office with the, you know, like what for, they don't take attendance, why do I have to be there? (laughs) So um, I think the second question we had for you, Elijah, was um, before when we talked to you about doing this, you had a family member who got COVID, right? And you were kind of kicked out of your home. How did, how did that go down? How did you feel about that? Yeah. So um, earlier this year, I moved into I moved in with my sister in an apartment mm-hmm. and she found out that she was exposed to somebody who had gotten sick. And, um, you know, like we're always around each other. And my first thought was, dang, I hope she doesn't get sick and that I really don't want to get tested because I'm terrible with the tests. I, they get to me pretty badly, yeah. but, um, and then I had to move into my parents' house, which is terrible. But um, <laughs> well, yeah, you just moved out. You're like, I'm free. Yeah. And then she gets sick, and you're yeah. like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I got this little taste of freedom, and then I just had to move back for two weeks, which wasn't fun. And my sister ended up getting tested. She tested negative, and then I tested myself, or I got tested, and I also tested negative. But that waiting period to get tested 
was terrible because I had to decide, do I want to risk my grades and attendance and missing information by not going to class to like help others or like protect others? Or do I just bite the bullet and go to class knowing it's the wrong thing to do? Mm. So that one was, that was pretty difficult or Talk taxing. About a dilemma. Holy moly. Yeah. But you said your sister, well, your sister got tested twice. First time was negative and second time was positive. Um, I don't recall. I, I do think that she ended up testing positive or her boyfriend tested positive, mm-hmm. who also, he was around her all the time. So, you know, the negative could have been a false negative for my sister. Either way, it was too dangerous to stay at the apartment and it would have been the wrong thing to do. Yeah. So, but luckily I didn't get sick. That shows where you already are at, you know, doing for the greater good. Not only are you join, joining our military, but you also, like you said, bit the bullet, right? And went and lived with mom and dad so that way you can still come to class and not infect others. Kudos to you for that. Thank Go ahead, you. Olive. Yeah, it's awesome that you do have the opportunity to go home. It makes me think like our students that don't have family here, like what are they supposed to do when we do test positive and they or their roommates test positive and they're unable to go home? So it does bring up a good point that like, oh, if you can go home, like go home and see your parents. If not, like this social distancing thing may get a little you know, difficult. What is the right decision to make? Like I saw my roommate, but like, I still have a life. I still need to do stuff, that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that you made the decision like, oh, I'm going to go and see my parents and be able to, you know, social distance from her. But, you know, some people don't have the opportunity to do that. And it really makes sure that we should emphasize that, you know, doing the right thing is staying home, even if you think you did have a possible exposure. Mm-hmm. And if you do right. have another place to go, like utilize them. Yeah. I mean, Elijah had a two weeks out of mom and dad's home has to move back. And it's just like, you know, at least you had that, right? Exactly. So it's definitely interesting to think. And I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Yeah. So of Elijah, you said you're going into pharmaceutical science and then you're going into the military what does that look like for you? Or what are your, what is like your five-year plan with your degree in your military? So um, with my degree, I'm trying to get it as soon as possible um, because college is a lot harder than I expected. And especially um, in the pharmaceutical field. And one thing that I did learn is that there's nobody um, today, as far as I'm aware, that has gone for uh, something in pharmacy, like this hard of a degree in um, who also did ROTC. Most people in ROTC, they get their, they get like a, it's like a gimme degree, which is, it's unfair to say, but um, it's like a ra- an easier degree rather than like a STEM major. So people do like four years of 12 credits and then they get, to, they get their degree and then they just go. But yeah, but this, uh, these next four years are going to be a little challenging because I'm taking like 19 and 20 credit um, semesters. And then ROTC takes up a lot more time than I expected. I, I'm there more than I'm at my own apartment. And then you have to add class and then homework on all of those things as well. But 
So you're learning Once time I do get management my degree. pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's either learn it or uh, don't. But if you don't, then uh, you have to pay a lot of money that you don't have. But um, yeah, after I get my degree um, and I commission into the army, then the contract that I'm going to sign is going to be an eight-year contract with the army. So I owe them six years um, as in the National Guard and then another two in the reserves. And by that time, I might be getting to the captain level, maybe if I'm good enough. But I enlisted prior. I enlisted um, into the Army when I, right when I turned 18, I enlisted a month after I turned 18. Wow. And, um, And I got a little taste of Army, just going to the training, basic training and all that. And I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoy the, uh, just like the sense of community at ROTC. So I really hope that I enjoy whatever unit I go to. And I'm planning on staying in the army for at least 20 years. That's so cool. Kudos. And thank you for being willing to, you know, sacrifice your life for, to serve our country. That's pretty awesome. And I love hearing about the benefits that we have to our students on campus, especially during a pandemic. Like you're able to meet all these people and be in person a little bit. So that's awesome that you have a great sense of support. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very nice. Elijah, you said you went to like training before, you know, coming when, once you turned 18. Did you have to get all your immunizations like right off the bat? And what did that look like if you did? Yes. So. I went to basic in Oklahoma in like right at the beginning of COVID. So people were not really sure what to do. So what we did is we just wore masks 24 seven for 10 weeks straight. And um, yeah, like even to bed, it was, um, it was was a real weird uh, experience. Well, cause you guys were living like in, in housing where you had bunks, right. Or like, Beds real close to each yes. other. Yes. Wow. Yes. So it's um, it's a pretty small room, and we had to fit sixty four people in there, which is extreme. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it. It probably wouldn't fly now at all. But that's what we had. We had that many people, so that's just what we did. But as far as immunizations go, um, we're all kind of like shuffled into the hospital it is like the the med bay and um that that's uh that one was pretty terrible because you step up you go sit in the chair and then a nurse comes with a cart with like eight different needles on it and then yeah and then they're like okay you're gonna get four four in your right arm four in your left arm and then they just go back to back to back. They'll pick up a needle and say, this one's for smallpox. And then, you know, inject Dang. it into you. And then they'll just go <laughs> back to back. And um, and then there there was one um, that they give you. And it's to keep you from getting sick. It's uh, penicillin. And that one is uh, very not fun. Because that one goes in your butt. Ah. And yeah. And it's the liquid's very, very thick. So um, it's kind of like having a Charlie horse for three days and oh. you can't really run. You can barely walk. And you still have PT. You still have to do all this. 
Yes, you have to run everywhere. Um, you have to do all the workouts, everything. You're not special just because you're hurting. Well, see, this this again, you know, talking about like COVID and, you know, the vaccine and so forth. Here you are, you have so many of our military service men and women and, you know, out, out in the world who are getting basically the full gamut of vaccines to protect and serve others and to protect and serve themselves and and the peers and their cadets and like in some people won't even consider getting one covid vaccine to do the greater good for for you know their communities and again our servicemen and women just they they have me in awe every day because heck no four shots in each arm and one on the butt let's go i'd be like I'm okay can i can i take my contract back please <laughs> Um, Not yeah, at one it's, time uh, anyway. <laughs> it's, it's weird to think about because, you know, like when you're sitting there on the chair and then the nurse pulls the cart, you're just like, well, here I am, you know, you can't really go back and then mm-hmm. you just take it and you go. I didn't really think twice about like, I'm getting these vaccinations for other people and me, you know, it didn't really come to that. So when people have a choice for like, just a free, really available vaccine that they know is going to help the masses. I don't know why anybody would think twice about it, really. I mean, uh, religious accommodations aside, but no, I, you know, I, I agree. That's something I don't really understand. Yeah, well, you know, we we support everyone of our lobos and every one of their decisions, and by no means like your predecessors before you who've worked who you know in the military have fought for our freedom and hence why we have freedom but let's not i think at the other end like let's not let freedom backfire on us where we're hurting each other instead of helping each other as well exactly but thank you elijah so much for sharing your story and you know we're sorry we're we're sorry you had to have a taste of freedom and then get put back into the system i'm just kidding (laughs) back with your mom and dad but i'm glad you're back and you're thriving and it sounds like you got a good handle on everything even though it was a rocky start yes thank you for having me yeah do you have any last questions or anything olive i just want to say thank you elijah you did a fantastic job and i really appreciate you sharing your story with us and telling us how great rotc has been during this time so (laughs) thank you awesome so lobos thank you guys of course. If you want to share your story, you are more than welcome to, you know, reach out to UNM LPP on Instagram or UNM underscore Shaq on Instagram. We'll definitely highlight you. You'll get to hear amazing stories. Um, share your amazing story, excuse me, like we heard Elijah's amazing story today. And um, thanks again, Elijah, for being here. Olive, for helping me out again. You're the, girl, the best sidekick. Um, and again, thank you for your future service to our, our country and for being a special Lobo Elijah. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. On that note, we better get going. This is Honest Tea with Shaq HP. Later, Lobos. Bye.